Hello and welcome to McCartney in Goal. This is the podcast that debates and dissects a great album of pop music. Except tonight we're discarding our usual MO to pick over our favourite Christmas songs. We've each selected five Christmas songs. We've put them together with Fairy Tale of New York, which was recently voted the UK's favourite Christmas song. And we will use our usual World Cup style knockout scenario to discuss the songs. The results should be a reason to rejoice, but somehow will make them a season to regret. I'm David Hughes, and I'm joined by my fellow referees, Brett. Ho, ho, ho! I bought my own sound effects. Do you like it? That's lovely work. And Steve Sumner. Merry New Year. (laughs) As usual, we may be uninformed. We could be biased. We promise to be unruly. This podcast is certified as McCartney safe, which means that if you listen or subscribe or tell a friend about this podcast, you will not be supporting the harming of Paul McCartney in any way. Well, you say that, you say that. The, you see, the podcast might be McCartney safe, but is Christmas safe from McCartney? Answer, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, it's all about festive music. Long before pop music began, musicians have been writing Christmas songs. So White Christmas by Bing Crosby was the best-selling Christmas, yeah. uh, best-selling single ever for decades mm. and decades. Uh, and the most racist. <laughs> um, we have 16 songs up against each other. We have got a lot to get through, Dave. You don't yeah. want to be interrupted. No. So start I off agree. with... Don't let... <laughs> So we start with Fairy Tale of New York against Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow by Dean Martin. Oh, what? Why have you put these two together? What's the? I don't. I don't understand. I just don't understand the rationale of having Fairy Tale of New York in this at all. Why put what is clearly, you clearly the greatest Christmas song ever made into a competition about Christmas songs? It's ridiculous. You can't. You cannot basically say let's have a World Cup, but Brazil, you're too good. You can't play. Is that how sport works? Let's let's vote. Fairy tale of New York. No, no, or... no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I want to talk about Let It Snow. Um, it's a great tune. It is so Christmassy, especially this Dean Martin version. There's also a beautiful version out this year uh, by an artist called Mabes, which is beautiful. It's got amazing production. It's a really eternal Christmas song now, I would say. I mean, it's what it's over 60, 70 years old. And although Steve has rightly pointed out it doesn't have necessarily specifically Christmas lyrics, it is intrinsically linked to Christmas, isn't it? True. Undeniably. So beautiful. And it was my choice. I put Let It Snow in. So I am going to vote for Let It Snow. So am I. Oh! Take that, system. What a sneaky bastard. See you later. Fairy tale of New York, you're the best Christmas song ever made, which is why we can't have you here. Oh, no, and I'm slightly on the hook for this. Yeah, your fault, mate. But I, assu- I just, I blindly assumed you'd be going for Fairy tale of New York, having previously said it's the best Christmas song of all time. No, I've learned, I've learned over the course of this podcast, we wanted to talk about the things we've learned this year, that, that tactical voting is an acceptable pastime. Who wants to say something about Fairy tale of New York before we kick it out? Oh my God, Steve! You start because you just kicked um, it out. Um, there's some uh, some amazing lyrics in it, though. Some amazing lyrics uh, in it. It is fantastic lyrically, and that's I think why it's the best loved Christmas song. Um, oh, it's beautiful! It's beautiful. It, it deals in a sort of bittersweet reflection, looking back on the year. Any given life has ups and downs and highs and lows, and, and this, yeah. this song is all about that. Oh, it's it's fit to win any Christmas competition. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, <laughs> can't win this because we're a bunch of f- who voted out in the first yeah. round. But it is—it's two imperfect people 
loving each other imperfectly. But it's got to go. But no, it does. It does manage to smuggle some um, remarkable lyrics through, though. And I mean, obviously, there's been the. I think. I think that the uh, the fact controversy came back with mm. um, when they did it recently on Gavin and Stacey, which is which is an interesting and difficult one because I don't mm. think for a second that they're using it in the song in any sense referring to someone homosexual they're just using no. it as a, as a term of general offence but unfortunately that's the issue because that has not aged well that's not aged at all well but actually surprisingly the one that stands out more is the heroin reference because he <laughs> because he, he calls her an old <laughs> on junk um, which is a spectacular line that always gets swallowed and because people don't hear it it sort of gets slurred into the you're an old slut on junk and it, it, people don't hear it but I mean, and heroin reference in one line is pretty. He's going for it right there. It's what Christmas is all about. It's the spirit of Christmas. Eat some meat pies. Okay, so we have our first casualty, Ferris Island, New York. <laughs> Let it snow goes through. The second pairing. <laughs> Dave is desperate, desperate to get through this. Yes. It's now Wednesday. I've got something to do on Saturday, so I want to move on. The second pairing is Spotlight on Christmas against Happy Christmas, War is Over. So Spotlight on Christmas is by... Rufus Wainwright. Okay, and Happy Christmas, brackets, War is Over. Yes, that is by a very unknown artist called um, Jonathan Lennon. What do you think, Steve? What do you think of... Talk us about your, your, uh, your runner and rider in this. Oh, oh, mine. What you mean, um, Rufus? Yeah, it just a- a- appeared in my in my life one year. It's a beautiful tune. I assume oh, you both listened to it. I love tune. it. It's wonderful. It's got this sort of slightly lovely anti-capitalist thing running through it about you know toys, toys and presents and things aren't going to to fix everything. Uh, and then it's got these these wonderful. Um, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph uh, references. What is? Don't forget, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph once were a family poor but rich in hope. Yeah, <laughs> and the, and it just it. But also, also, don't forget, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph running from the law King Herod had imposeth is one of the greatest sort of semi-comedy rhymes I think I've ever heard. Yeah, I just think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, and I, lo- I love his voice. I love his delivery. I love the whole thing. Brett, why should I vote for Christmas? Happy Christmas brackets. Oh, I'm trying over. to convince you. I mean, trying to convince you of anything is almost impossible. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm giving up before I start. Um, but uh, it's one of the first Christmas songs. Um, Lennon learnt from Imagine. Like he'd been banging on for like two or three years, trying to you know do the whole bed in peace and love and trying to effect change. He really was motivated by that and he was in a position to do it as one of the most famous people on the earth but he learned from this critical success of imagine that you have to he said you have to put a, put your message across with a little honey it's just it's a message of peaceful change enabled through personal accountability like so this is christmas and what have you done uh, but he can't save a bad song uh, so i'm going for spotlight on christmas yes Oh, Rufus Wainwright, smash Lennon, love it. This is Christmas. We should be more fraternal, I think, than um, than that. But anyway, <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah, right. let's just recap. I apologise to anyone listening to this who wanted to not be irritated over Christmas, but we have managed to irritate you by voting off the best Christmas song of all time, which we ourselves admitted, and now getting rid of John Lennon uh, to a song most of you have never heard. Yeah. Happy f- Christmas. And also we've changed the format in case it wasn't clear. We're no, we're no longer uh, all three of us voting. Two of us are pitching it to... Uh, two of us are pitching our own song choices to uh, the other, who's then going to be the solo vote on this. OK, the next pairing is two songs from 1973. I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day up against Merry Christmas Everybody. 
just make it clear. So Merry Christmas, everybody, by Slade. Uh, that is your choice, Brett. That is my choice. And I wish it could be Christmas Every Day by Wizard is my choice. Yeah. So, Steve, you are left with the invidious decision of choosing which one's going to go through. I wish bit. it could be Christmas Every Day. Um, Do you, Dave? Do you wish it could be Christmas Every Day? And this is my main argument against that song. Dinner, lunchtime, big heavy lunch with your family, the whole of your family. You're feeling a bit tired by four or five o'clock. You've got to listen to the Queen's speech at three o'clock. Yeah, it's cold. It's dark after three thirty. She's taking up some of the best daylight. Do you wish it could be Christmas every day? Is my question. Uh, that's basically what Merry Christmas Everybody is about, isn't it? What's the line? Have you? Are you sure you've got the room to spare inside? You, yes, it. Are you yeah. sure you got the, the, the bloatedness of Christmas? Yeah, something about your gran. Does your granny always tell you that the old songs are the best? Then she's up and rock and rolling with the rest. Great Amazing. line. Amazing. Merry Christmas, everybody. Is is basically about spending Christmas with your family and all the cliches associated with that. It's very British Christmas, isn't it? And and whether you grew up in the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, or even even post millennium, these two songs are everywhere in December. Let's get to the vote. Come on. Right, it's just me, is it? Well, it, it's easy easy for me because on the one hand, I definitely definitely wouldn't like it to be Christmas every day. That would be absolutely hellish so oh. there's no way I can vote for that um, I would say that there's a number of things that make the Slade song record, uh, the better record so yeah, Merry Christmas is going through Dave how do you feel about that your boy's gone out um, I feel that we've just lost the best melody that you'll hear tonight and I think Roy Woods is so underappreciated uh, as an artist um, I think he's underappreciated by me and Steve definitely but unfortunately it's just been Slade <laughs> hey. Okay, uh, next we have um, A Spaceman Came Travelling. How is this song in this competition? It's a <laughs> fucking disgrace. Um, although I will listen to what it's up against next before I totally... Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a few more disgraces coming your way, listeners. Okay, it's A Spaceman Came Travelling, which is by... Christa Berg. Christa Berg. Uh, is up against Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes. Oh, so mate. Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes was my choice. Yeah, and excellent, and that's my second favourite Christmas song ever. And a spaceman came travelling by Christopherberg was Steve. Was Steve your choice? Wasn't it? Do you want to admit that, Steve? What Christopher? Yes, but it's an amazing <laughs> record. This is clearly about Christmas. This is way more Christmassy than than Let It Snow. Admittedly, it's a sci-fi song about Jesus, in which some mad alien comes down and meets him. What could be more Christmas than that? That is way more Christmas specific than Let It Snow, which is just about the weather. <laughs> You've you've lost that. Move on, mate. But the British love talking about the weather. So yes, doesn't make it Christmas. You voted let it snow through, so you can't have this objection. Fine, just wait till I get to the Ronettes. That's going to be. To be honest with you, my argument's going to be less pro Christopher and more anti Ronettes. Well, my argument's going to be more pro Ronettes and anti Christopher because I have a pair, a few ears and some taste. Well. I wanted. I, I liked the idea of Christopher getting into the podcast because there was no other situation in which he was yeah, ever, his true. name was ever going to get mentioned That's in this true. podcast. So I just That's thought, true. let's get him in there. Yeah. I do like the record. Um, it was a massive flop, sank without trace completely. Did it? And utterly. And then Red, Lady in Red came out uh, and it was re-released many years later when he was a much yeah. older artist and was a, a medium-sized hit, but it got on loads and loads and loads of compilations and has made him a fortune ever since. And he's always said he's made far more money that way. It's just so fucking pretentious. Jeez, it's amazingly I mean, pretentious. It's, my best uh, thing it's about like it. it's like Christopher. If you haven't heard it before, and well done you. 
Uh, it's basically Christopherberg is kind of telling this tale like he's some kind of middle-aged storyteller traveling to a village and going oh and then the stranger spoke he said do not fear I come from a planet a long way from here and I bring a message for mankind to hear and suddenly the sweetest music filled the air I mean the lyrics are dreadful and we go yeah what's 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 happened what's the song Chris he goes la 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 oh okay well yeah what's that's a tune Chris what's the lyrics yeah peace and good will to men and love for God la <laughs> la 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 for fuck's sake what's the message Chris stop building it up and then That's giving amazing. us that you <laughs> totally copped out I think another thing that needs to be said in its defence though is have you heard the ending have you listened to the coda at the end because oh dear I did get that far yeah he commits <laughs> well done Dave he commits he does commits, I mean he, all of that so there are thousands of uh, thousands of, there are thousands standing on the top of the yeah, world he really goes for he it. commits but but it's really low in the mix because it's it sounds awful oh, it's mental I'm going to I'm going to emotionally properly commit to this ending it's fantastic okay so let's vote what, wait wait a minute wait a minute wait no, a minute you can, you can talk you, about it when you, it go, you can talk what? about it in the next round because oh, the Ronettes are going all right, all the right. Ronettes are gliding through fucking Ronettes alright don't even start me Okay, uh, sleigh ride <laughs> by the Ronettes goes through to the next round. So, bye bye, Christopher. We miss you. Our next pairing is Candy Cane Lane by Sia, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. my choice. Profound, which is a, a fairly yeah. uh, modern uh, Christmas song. Against, mm-hmm. do they know it's Christmas? By oh. Band Aid, which was Brett's choice. Yeah, well, I thought it just had to go in. The song's pretty good, actually, if you listen to it, and they've gone for a kind of a bitter kind of Christmas song and that's what they described it as because um, they were trying to make a point and have an impact I mean if or take away all of that if you if you just look at it from a point of view of 30 pop stars in a room and the egos on display it's just extraordinary if you watch the video there's a HD version of the video which is really worth watching because you can see the expressions on their face as they all come in and do the little part it's so much fun like it starts off with Paul Young he actually does what a singer yeah, should does. do on a song he, he sings does. the song and then everyone from there is like just giving it the big oh, Christmas time totally overdoing it nobody more than Bono though Bono gets away gets the most crits for this but there's someone else who who, who needs some as well Simon Le Bon Simon Le Bon was sold this song on it being a duet with him and Sting <laughs> he turns up <laughs> in the studio and there's 30 people there and he, he admits later on that he was a bit pissed off that um what did he say um this is going to be a whole pile of musical legends i thought it was going to get half the song i was a bit pissed off because when i walked into the studios they were already recording someone else singing one of my lines that took a while to sort of get my head around simon you've missed the point of what this whole song is about it's not about you (laughs) and you watch the video it's amazing he's got the most amazing blonde mullet and he's just going and then the next shot is a cut to him and Sting doing a duet and Sting just looks so pissed off to be next to him. Sting, <laughs> it's amazing. Sting's basically just doing backing vocals, isn't he? Sting doesn't yeah, get Sting a, doesn't get a lead. <laughs> he doesn't get a lead line. This is what's amazing why it's worth watching. You're like, fuck it. It starts off Paul Young gets quite a lot, then Boy George, then Phil Collins comes in on the drums wearing an Argyle tank top, looking amazing. Like he's just literally come off the golf course to play the drums on this. And then you get George Michael, he does a really nice vocal, and then you get Simon LeBon just absolutely bogarting the mic all over it like really yeah he does doesn't he like really really in front of it and Sting's like standing slightly to the side like Sting just looks like I just could have been anywhere else than him and Sting was apparently pissed off because there's a line in it um (laughs) he said to Bob Geldof I don't want to sing the lyric the bitter sting of tears because you know my name's in it 
It looks a bit egotistical. And that's that's the line that Geldof gives him to sing. <laughs> Geldof gave him that line saying it's just a coincidence. <laughs> but And then Geldof has said later on, if you listen to the song, there's a deep bitterness in Sting's voice. <laughs> <laughs> amazing it's just amazing i mean you hear the first bar of it the first note of it and you know what it is instantly i think steve's gonna vote for candy cane lane so that's why i'm kind of getting it all out now no way steve's gonna vote for candy cane lane there's quite a lot to talk about and i'm pretty sure it's going through well who who gets to vote here well, you, you, you too it's my choice because, versus yeah. so, it's not going through oh really i get all these stories out now guys because it's not going through so oh, bono yeah. had the line didn't he? he didn't want to sing it tonight no, he didn't want to sing it Thank God it's them instead of oh, you. He really he, didn't want to he, sing it. He and really sings it as well, doesn't he? <laughs> oh my God, does he go for Once he's decided he's going to go for it, bloody <laughs> hell. Okay, there's a shot before Bono does his solo line where he's doing a harmony with Sting and Le Bon, who's mulleting up, still got his eyes closed, doesn't realise Bono and Sting are next to him. <laughs> Singing on his song, the fuckers. Um, and <laughs> it's brilliant that we've got this footage, isn't it, of, of that song oh, being so recorded. Nice. Yeah. It's so nice seeing it in high quality as well because you don't with the grainy one you just don't get the detail. But okay, so it's going out. So Steve, I mean, it was Steve. Why are you not voting for it? Well, firstly, it's dated badly, and it, as we know, it does suffer from great white um, wonder come in and save Africa. I mean, they've had four iterations of that now, Steve. You're right. Yeah, they couldn't do it again. And you're right. You know, I agree. It, we've mm. sort of passed mm. that sort of narrative now, and, and yeah. so all of that stuff stated quite badly. Well, we'll so see us going through. So we'll talk about her later. So we'll see her later. Love hey, it. Smashing work. I'm very, very surprised. That's all. Yeah. Well, Band Aid's gone out, and Fairy Tale of New York's gone out. I mean, ah, oh, if you're still listening now, beyond this. Question yourself. What are you doing? Okay, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying slaying some sacred cows this evening. I'm enjoying the one man power I've been given to destroy these things. It's great. <laughs> yeah. If you want to write in and complain, it's Steve's fault the whole way through. He oh, voted yeah. off both of these. Yeah, both of wonderful. them. I love it. Okay. The uh, next pairing is "Stop the Cavalry" by Jonah Louie, oh, which is nice. Steve's choice against yeah. "Pipes of Peace" yeah. by Paul McCartney. Which, which is Brett's choice. Both kind of mid-80s anti-war songs, really, but kind of done in a kind of kooky, beautiful way, really. But I like both of them. So why did you choose Pipes of Peace over Macca's actual Christmas song? That's the interesting question here. So Wonderful Christmas Time is the one you're talking about. Is his Macca's that one? Well, this, this song is a Christmas song. It was number one at Christmas, and it was his first ever solo number one. Um, so it's great but what I love about this is it's a song about something really beautiful that happened at Christmas which is in 1914 um, in no man's land during first world war a game of football broke out and it's just such an incredibly evocative moment of the Christmas message and peace and love breaking out literally in one of the most appalling wars in, in human experience up to that point that's why I chose it over Wonderful Christmas Time. I didn't know Pints of Peace was about that. I've always yeah. been incredibly emotional about that football match. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I wept openly when the last guy died a couple of years ago, the last yeah. guy who remembered the football match. Yeah. I've always so, felt so, so you might have won me over there. Yeah, <laughs> you can. And, and, and the video, the video is, is just him in two trenches. He plays, Macca plays. Of course he does. It, course English, he does. English, English soldier and German soldier. And basically they're both the exact same character. 
Yeah. They've both got exactly the same Macca mannerisms, but one of them's in a German uniform, one of them's in an English one. That's it. They both get a little picture out of their wife, and they meet up on the trenches, and they 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 show each other a picture of their wives, and they start playing football, and then a mine goes off. They have to run back, but it's it's just beautiful. I like the tune's really good as well. It's I really a lovely like the tune. tune. So what can beat that? And also, there's some beautiful, beautiful Macca craftsmanship in yeah. the the way that it's. Um, formulated with uh, I hold a candle to a love stuff at the beginning and then and then mm. suddenly a total tempo change into the main song and then how he brings it back to that section again at the end uh, very very Macca song craft so well I'm, I'm f- we've got to go to Dave for the deciding vote unfortunately Steve on, do you want David. to change your vote no no I'm happy well I'm not going to be go on what are you voting for Dave well, I'm going for stop the cavalry <laughs> Who, who's going for what for f- Steve, sake. I think this rests on you. Are you sticking with Stop the Cavalry? Are you going Pipes of Peace? I'm going to withdraw my um, submission of Stop the Cavalry so so that Pipes of Peace can go through uh, on a technicality. You've literally stopped the cavalry. It goes out and Pipes of Peace marches through. The next pairing is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, yeah. my choice. Nice. And keeping. I don't think anyone was... what guessing on that no yeah we, we anyone that knows dave knows that that was dave's choice and we knew that keeping the dream alive which was <sighs> steve's choice and that is oh by who steve Freiheit. tell us about this because again this is i've never heard this song before tell us how this is a christmas song well it, it's this is this is obviously stretching the uh christmas song concept but it you know it sounds christmasy and was released at christmas and was a christmas hit it had already been a christmas hit uh in german as it called so long man noch leben kann um which is great which is sort of translates roughly as the um something similar but they they translated it into english and it was a a medium sized hit around christmas this one sounds like mccartney to me no well well, that's 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 the thing you see one of the things about this is uh, he sounds so like mccartney the lead singer that people have all down the years since this was released mistaken it for yeah i thought it was or a mccartney song yeah and one of the uh, i think i think it's one of the most remarkably produced pop vocal 80s things I've ever oh, it's heard lovely. it's one of it's one of my all time actual favourite songs let alone songs yeah. that were released wow. associated with Christmas I completely adore it um, it's one of those things with the advent of Spotify I was so happy because I was sort of able to re, you know you're able to refine things you've lost mm. on cape compilations and things mm. like that it, it, it sort of came found its way back to me I, I, I think I like to live in a parallel universe where wonderful Christmas time uh, doesn't exist and um, McCartney made this record instead. I like to pretend in my head that this was McCartney's big Christmas record, and and I listened to this and, and sort of think. And if it had been, imagine if this had been one of one of McCartney's tentpole Christmas releases. This would be right up there for people now. I think it's the the, the absolute definition of hidden gem. So we have that keeping the dream alive. This song that against. Versus All I Want yeah. for Christmas is You well, by Mariah Carey. I'm in a, in a position of power here, which is very rare for me. Yeah. I think you're going to have to make a very strong case, Dave, because I'm not seeing this going well for you. All I Want for Christmas is You 
Brett. Uh, by- <laughs> he's been he's been working up to that gag all evening. <laughs> all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey is my favourite Christmas song of all time. It is very popular. It is. Why? It's one of my wife's absolute favourites. It's a really good question. Why is it a much loved Christmas song? It's all about coming together at Christmas, which is a classic theme for a Christmas song. <laughs> and in that sense, it's a perfect fit for the film Love Actually. Um, and it's sort of mm. become the unofficial theme tune to the film Love Actually. Can I just say here, I've felt myself in a very safe position because knowing Brett as I do, I've pitched him the McCartney-esque, Beatles-esque, Harmony-esque, George Martin-esque, Wonders of Freiheit, thinking that there's no way the girly pop of Mariah Carey could possibly get anywhere. But Dave, strategic genius that he is, has pitched through the back door to Brett's other great love, which of course is... Richard Curtis. The films of Richard Curtis. <laughs> the oeuvre and, and of Mr now, Curtis. Now I'm starting to sweat in a way that I wasn't previously. And that, well, and, and so on, on that point, so it, it's this kind of unofficial theme tune to Love Actually because it's not clear whether um, Mariah is singing about uh, All I Want for Christmas is, is You, her boyfriend or husband, or if she's a secret admirer in the song singing about somebody who doesn't know that she wants him for Christmas. And it, Would you it, like her to be more specific? No, no, it's perfect. I think she pitches it perfectly because uh, anyone in any romantic situation can sing it to themselves and make it their own because of that. Um, and I think that's why it fits all of those different storylines in Love Actually. Gosh, Brett. Mm. Okay, I've got just one note here. Um, all I want for Christmas is for this song to end. <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> Get it there. I'm sorry to give you a fry height, but you are not keeping your dream alive. <laughs> it's yeah. out. It's out. It's gone. It's out of here. Oh, that was a pun avalanche. I feel. I feel good. Yeah. I feel really good. As well, you should. As well, you should. Mm, I feel really good. <laughs> the last pairing is Christmas wrapping, which is Steve's <gasps> oh. choice, and that is by the waitresses oh uh, against Christmas Tree Farm by Taylor Swift <laughs> which is my choice oh, my very dear and is oh, the most is the most recent christmas tune that we're discussing no tonight unbelievable dave what 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 were you actually thinking i love this oh. i love it Oh yes, it's sugary, God. but it's fun and it, it bounces along like a Christmas strawberry jelly. The lyrics are—they're okay. Um, it's reminiscing memories of childhood. Oh my actual oh, God! Jesus, I think Christ. it's great that the leading pop star in the world today is issuing a statement that the art of writing Christmas songs is not going out of fashion. The fact that she's attempted a Christmas song is great. Everyone attempts a Christmas song. Every mother. Fucker attempts a Christmas song. Oh, it's so hard to do a good Christmas song, but every fucker tries. They're like, oh, what? How can I gild my pension anymore? So this song is just relentlessly Christmassy. It should be called Christmas Cliche Farm because <laughs> she's thrown every Christmas cliche at it. It's amazing, but you know, it's too much, isn't it? It's uh, too much. No, it's not that it's too much. It's that it's nothing. It might have, it might as well not have happened. Do you know what I really hate about it? What I really hate about it, right? You've taken Christmas, which is great, and you've taken uh, Taylor Swift, who's like absolutely awesome, and she's done a yeah. Christmas song, and it starts, and you think, all right, fair enough. And you get to the end of it, you're like, I'm sure something happened, but I don't remember what it was, so I'm going to go back <laughs> to the beginning. You listen to it again. It doesn't even have the grace to be bad. 
it's it's just it's three minutes of your life that'll never happen again i listened to it three times and i can't remember anything about it people are going with different metaphors for christmas and she's gone with my heart is a christmas tree farm <laughs> it's like let's just look at that for a minute that's like the that's like you're really clutching at christmas metaphors do, do you know why why because she grew up on a christmas tree farm oh for the love of god <laughs> now i have to feel bad about that no, I don't feel bad about it. I do Because if, if, if she grew up at a Christmas tree farm, she'd have better imagery than this because she's had yeah. a lifetime to think about it. Yeah, There's a true. light in the barn. We'd run inside out from the cold. In the town, kids are dreaming of sleighs and they're warm and they're safe. They wake to see a blanket of snow. I mean, oh. So this is Christmas, Dave, and what have you done? <laughs> the, the photo on the cover of the single is a picture of her as a girl on the Christmas tree farm. Oh, shut up. Stop making me feel bad about it. You don't don't have to feel bad about it. I do. I, I laid into her now, and I love Taylor. So, um, what was it up against? It was up against the utter utter genius of Christmas wrapping. By Unless it, oh, Christmas wrapping's going through. But it, oh, the, it, the only chance it had was to be up against Christopher. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so. Christmas wrapping by the waitresses goes through. So yeah, as good. we have now whittled sixteen tracks down to eight, oh, um, fine work. F- fine we're, Christmas we're work. only we're, Christ, we're going to, need to get, let's go through this super quick. Well, day. What we're going to do now is go through the ones that uh, maybe should have made it uh, that didn't make our list because this is a very personal list. This is us picking our favourites. Um, go for it, Dave. Go. Okay. Stay another day. E seventeen. <laughs> Steve. Absolute. Okay, last Christmas, wham. Oh my God, my wife killed me. The fact we're not using this. She absolutely ripped into me. Why are you not having this song on? And I, I don't have a good answer for her. Steve. I, I, yeah, it's a travesty of justice. We, we're, we're basically bad people for not putting it in. It should have been here. White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Oh, f***ing awful. The worst Christmas song of all time. Boring, boring, boring. Get on with it, Bing. Um, because there are far, far better versions of White Christmas out there and the Bing Crosby version just sounds incredibly old and tired. Rocking Around yeah. the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee or anyone. I preferred the Mel and Kim version, which wasn't the original Mel and Kim. It was actually Mel Smith and Kim Wilde. Didn't even think about it not being... Okay. Any... Yeah. Um, Baby It's Cold Outside by Dean Martin. Sexually coercive. <laughs> it's what? <laughs> sexually coercive if you actually listen to the lyrics it's like she's like no I'm leaving and he's like no 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 no, don't leave and she's like no I'm leaving and he's like yeah but but this and this and this and it's like it just gets gradually creepier and creepier to the point where after a woman has said to you I'm leaving for the 17th time you're like yeah but I've locked the door you're like okay hold there whoa there it's yeah it's just it's just wrong move on Step Into Christmas by Elton John it has got a riff which should have been repurposed for something else. Yeah, it's good. It's an amazing riff. Should have repurposed it for a better song. Song's great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Driving yes. Home for Christmas by Chris Rea. Ah, oh, fuck <laughs> off. Worst Christmas song Chris ever, 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 Don't ever Do mention you know that what? in my presence. Do you know what? When I used to go on long summer holidays with my parents, they used to have like eight albums uh, and two of them were Chris fucking rear and chris fucking the bergs have had enough of the fucking chris's at christmas no fucking chris you're, you're taking the chris out of christmas that's it yeah. taking the chris out of christmas. okay santa claus is coming to town by the jackson five. Oh, that is good why is that not on the list steve have we got an excuse because he sings it too high and it's just it's just really weird it's like someone's holding on to his bits little drummer boy uh by bing crosby and david bowie 
Uh, oh my Creepy god, weird. that is that is my that's another fantastic example of why amazing artists try and do Christmas songs, churn it out, and it doesn't work. Two thousand miles by the Pretenders. Oh, I can't stand Chrissy Hines' voice. No, awful. Can't can't pitch. Just like doesn't hit the notes properly. Mary's Boy Child by Boney M. I mean, could could you would you be bored if you never heard that again? Okay, Frosty the Snowman by anyone. Just just the. And there's some suggestively weird stuff about how like, Frosty the Snowman could stand in for your husband when you're not in town. It's really odd. He'd melt for a start. Santa Baby by anyone. Filth. Okay, is there anything I've missed? Oh, oh God, loads. Mistletoe and Wine, Cliff Richard. Saviour's Day, Cliff Richard. Millennium Prayer, Cliff Richard. <laughs> no, have we missed off the Cliff Richard classic Christmas trilogy? I mean, that's a travesty. That's a Christmas travesty right there. Hmm. What can you do? I could talk about them for no time at all. The quarterfinals, the quarterfinals of our show. We are through a mammoth round there. Uh, let us move on to the eight tracks that have made it through mammoth. to the quarterfinals. And the first pairing is Let It Snow through, con- very controversially, against Fairy Tale of New York, up against mm. Spotlight on Christmas. And I've forgotten who that was by. Oh. Spotlight on Christmas by Rufus Wainwright, was it, Steve? And Rufus Wainwright, Rufus that's Wainwright. right. So yeah. Let It Snow was well, Brett's clan selection, and Spotlight on Christmas was Steve's yep. selection. So it's your choice, David. Mm. What are you going for, Hughes? I mean, Let It Snow is like, it's like the brochure of an American Christmas. Okay, I am voting for Let It Snow. The next pairing is Merry Christmas Everybody against Sleigh Ride. So Merry Christmas Everybody was Brett's choice Sleigh Ride was my choice 1963 against 1973 This is an easy discussion boys So what are you going for Steve? Oh this is the revenge of the Space Man isn't it? The Space Man came travelling back from the first round (laughs) 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 This is the very Definition of hubris and revenge. There's a as well as elephants in rooms yeah. of, of late, there is there has been a spectre hanging over our podcast for a while now in the form of Phil the Spectre Spectre. <laughs> the early sixties, Phil Spectre was the sound of teenage America. Yeah. Was he? Right. Okay then. So um <laughs> Oh this is this is a, a spaceman that's come back with both barrels. Okay. <laughs> David, David, this song commits a very, very, very major sin and I'm not happy about it. Can either of you work out what that sin Doesn't is? Doesn't have a chorus? What is it? No. <laughs> it's um oh it's gonna be the sound effect, isn't it? No key change. Steve hates them too. Well, it's got to do the key change. I know you hate key change. It's got to. Key, it's got no chorus. No. So, no, David. This song changes key, not in a subtle. I've gone around the houses and done an interesting jazz chords way to get to it. It goes up a whole tone, not once, not twice, but three times. And then at the end of the song, at the point where the singers are right, right up at the point where they can't sing anymore and they're almost out of tune because he stretched them too far. The song, in an incredible display of self-awareness, actually comes down all oh, three keys br- at what? the end to end in the original that is key. That's a great ending. That's thus meaning that my ears have to go through six different key changes from the start to the finish. That is unforgivable. <laughs> that that actually that is a great ending. The way that does that at the end. Six do, 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 key do, do. That, That's brilliant. I love it. It's really uncalled it's for. Great. So, Steve, you're voting for anything without six key changes in it. Christmas tree farm. 
apart from Christmas Tree Farm. So Merry Christmas, everybody goes through. And the next pairing yeah. is Candy Cane Lane, controversially through against, do they know it's Christmas, up against Pipes of Peace. So Candy Cane Lane by Sia was my selection and Pipes of Peace by McCartney was Brett's. Mm. Candy Cane Lane is everything that uh, Christmas Tree Farm wasn't, which is that it's a modern... Uh, it's a modern Christmas yeah, song that has taken... Well, what it's done is it, it's accepted one fundamental truth about Christmas that people fail to realise, which is that Christmas isn't about love, it's not about Jesus, it's not about presents, it's not even about alcohol or food. Yeah, it's about none of those things. What is Christmas really about is sugar. Right? <laughs> and she's accepted that and she's taken it and she's run with it and I love her for that it's like I'm going to sing about I'm not gonna, there's no no crappy metaphors about love here I'm just going to nail my thing to the wall here colours to the mast sugar and we, you and me we're going to go out today and we're going to eat every colour of every candy cane and we're going to be sick pretty much yeah, because we would have ingested some we're going to give ourselves type 2 diabetes this afternoon come with me let's do it that's true Christmas is just about stuffing your face and then uh, being exhausted on the sofa it's okay so that is Candy Cane Lane it's up against Pipes of Peace okay well I chose Pipes of Peace and I'm sticking with Pipes although I agree with everything Steve stayed, uh, said and, and Candy Cane Lane is just it's a modern Christmas song but it just it works in a yeah, way that really Taylor Swift doesn't and uh, who knows why but it does but I'm going with Pipes of Peace because it's pretty profound. We know you are. Um, Question yeah. is, what Steve? So going we know for? that, and we know we know Dave is going with Candy Cane Lane. Yeah, Steve, oh, what are you going really with? Because I'm really, really taken with Candy Cane Lane. That was a totally mm. new song to me, and I, I'm, I am really taken with it. Um, Christmas Day, oh, gosh. football match. Yeah, or Christmas Day. Oh, it is about the Christmas. I'd forgotten about the Christmas. McCartney Day in goal. Macca, McCartney in goal. Oh, <laughs> McCartney was in goal. He was playing every McC- position, of oh, course, yeah. wasn't he? McCartney was in goal. For McCartney, right? It's got to be parts of peace. There you go, smashed it. But I do thank you for for introducing me to Candy Cane Lane. That's very, that's very yeah, happy making. That was quite good, great. actually. Yeah, that was. All right, and the last pairing in the quarterfinal is keeping the dream alive against Christmas wrapping. So, oh no, 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 no! This you is fun. Two of Steves have made it through. Uh, okay, Dave. So- you're voting for one, I'm voting for the other. Steve, it's over to you. <laughs> right, Steve. Well, it's time to talk about Christmas wrapping because we haven't talked yeah. about it yet. It's a great, it's an amazing production. There's so much to say about it. So basically, they're a sort of slightly post-punk early 80s band. I think this is about 82. Mm. And the, uh, yeah. the record company basically says to all of the slightly not very popular indie art house bands on the label they say oh you've all got to do a Christmas song and they all go oh. and so so, so basically the, the I think the guitarist the guy uh, sort of basically takes all the riffs that he stockpiled this year that, that haven't been used mashes them together which is why you call these weird different sections and then he writes this mad mad complicated lyric really cynical lyric for, for the, the, the lead singer about about how she is having a rotten Christmas and she meets a bloke in a ski shop and, and they, they fail to get it together and then and then they sort of get it together in the end and then they both forget to buy cranberries and they end up in, in, in the shop together and she's yeah. like oh my god you forgot to buy cranberries too and then do you know what she's oh, like do you know what you've won me round Christmas oh, Christmas is laugh. a beautiful time of joy this is Christmas magic actually happening right here because now I'm going to go out with this guy because we both forgot cranberries beautiful oh. right people and that's why you get the two different choruses where the first time it's like uh, I think I'll miss this one this year and then towards the end she's like couldn't miss, miss this one this year because yeah. she's changed her mind it's great and that's also why it's called Christmas wrapping because 
because the story wraps itself up in such a beautiful way. That's one of the reasons he called it Christmas oh, wrapping. Oh, nice. Uh, there's, there's, there's loads of hidden depths to this. Uh, I just think it's a, a magnificent Christmas record. It's probably my favourite. It's the, on December the 1st, because I'm very militant that Christmas doesn't happen until December the 1st, the first song I play every year without fail is Christmas wrapping by the waitress. I love it. I really like Christmas wrapping, but I really like keeping the dream alive which was new to oh, me but um and it's not really a christmas song but it's a really great song so i'm going to go for that i'm i mean i agree it's a great song but i i like the story on christmas wrapping i like the fact it reminds me it could be like a blondie song it really yes. good the way she delivers yeah. it yeah. so i'm going to go with christmas wrapping so steve it's over to you to decide i think i think i'm going to compartmentalize and say fry it's one of my favorite songs of all time and i'm so glad it's back in my life after sort of forgetting about it for so long but you know, is it a strictly a Christmas song? No, uh, we're doing is a it, Christmas special. Is it podcast. loosely a Christmas song? No, <laughs> probably not. No, still glad we glad we got it on here. You shoot it in, um, but Christmas wrapping is is very clearly a Christmas song, and it's it's got a win for that reason. Love it. That's it. Okay. Christmas wrapping. I'm so no, happy it's got this far. It's got really far. It has. Yeah. It's got through to the semi-finals. The semi-final. The semi-final. We have a semi-final. That's lineup. what happens when you take out the obvious favourite <laughs> early why doors. I killed the sacred cows early. Unbelievable! I can't believe this. What, what gangster I know, move! This ragtag <laughs> of four songs we've got left in the semi-finals. Let it snow. What we got left? Though? Uh by Dean Martin. Merry Christmas, everybody. By Slade. Pipes of yeah. Peace by Paul it's McCartney. Right. And Christmas wrapping Amazing. by the waitresses. So Amazing. the f- first semi-final strong. is Let It Snow. Uh, by Dean Martin against Merry Christmas Everybody by Slade which were both Brett's choices I am going to go with Let It Snow because as the version by Mabes shows you can just do the song any which way and it sounds amazing Um, so Let It Snow I mean we're doing the Dean Martin version here Um, I think also because I've just heard Merry Christmas Everybody so many times yeah that is a problem with it and it's wearing thin now Steve, what are you going with? <laughs> I think I'm going to go Let It Snow, because even though oh, I've defended think... Slade until now, I, I think I've heard it too many times as well. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Let It Snow as well. The other semi-final is Pipes of Peace by McCartney, chosen by Brett, and Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses, chosen by, by Steve. Steve. Now, I know, the problem is here, I know Dave doesn't like Pipes of Peace, but I'm going to make one last plea for it. Our podcast is called McCartney and Goal. Literally, McCartney envisages himself in goal during this song. He's not in goal, mate. I think, I think, I think Brett's made up the bit about no! in goal. Okay, I am no, going to no. go for Pipes of Peace. Yes! Back of the nets! Come on! On what, on what basis? Because it's meant to be, Steve. The final is Let It Snow by, well, anyone against Pipes of Peace. Which is very much, not by anyone, is very much by McCartney. Is there a better Christmas message than being at war and then deciding to spend Christmas Day playing a game of football instead? Because that's the thing to do as human beings coming together. So I'm going to go for Pipes of Peace. All right, I'm going to go for uh, Let It Snow. Steve, it's up to you. The very soul of this podcast is at stake here. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I, I, neither of these are actually Christmas songs. <laughs> it's got to be Pipes of Peace, hasn't it? It's got yeah! to be. I didn't see this coming, but it's got to be Pipes of Peace. I, but it's so perfect. It's, it's brilliant. It's got to be. And the winner is Pipes of Peace by Paul McCartney. 
Honestly, it sounds like we've fixed it. We really haven't, but it just had to be. I didn't. I genuinely didn't even know until half an hour ago that Pipes of Peace was anything to do with football. Mm. Or Christmas. 